warning! The Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out! Well, hello there! Are you looking for a massive drunken horror podcast? Well, the Drunken Zombie Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things horror. So head over to DrunkenZombie.com and have a listen. While you're there, friend us on our Facebook group, Massive. the Bone Bat Podcast, where you can listen to Steve and Gord. It's a kick-ass digital broadcast, where we've got dick jokes galore. Bone Bat. I'm going to draw on your face. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 76 of the Bone Bat Show. This is Steve. And this is Gord. How's it going, man? It's going good, but dude, I, sometimes I swear to God, I just feel like a, an alien on this planet. I just, I don't understand the things going on around me, especially the things I see on the television. Yeah. Have, have you seen this program? I, I have only just become aware of this program. Man versus Food? <laughs> no, I thought usually man is in concert with food. I did not, not realize. Not necessarily. Apparently, see, this show is uh, this dude goes around the country and he finds the like most gigantic, obscene things served in restaurants and then tries to eat them. <laughs> like he was just here locally and he had like this freaking hellacious pile of. 
I can't. It was like sweet roll with chili and five hot dogs and cheese on top. It must have been like 10 pounds of food. And he, he just goes around the country and tries to eat these things. Like the five pound Philly cheesesteak that goes to the state fair and eats like a, <laughs> what do you call that? When you take the potato and you make like one giant curly fry out of it. But then he has that wrapped around like a string of kielbasas and deep fried or just what the hell what the hell well i guess maybe that is just the quintessential american tv program but i i don't understand you know it's funny because actually uh our friend freak wolf from drunken zombie posted something the other day about a horseshoe sandwich have you heard of this no i guess it's a illinois delicacy but it is a like big piece of Texas toast with buffalo chicken on it, piled with French fries and white cheese sauce. Oh, white cheese sauce! Oh, no. <laughs> and you know what? It was like five o'clock when he posted that, and I was getting kind of hungry, and that sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally eat that shit. You are such white trash. I swear. <laughs> So, dude, let's talk what? about this, man. This is our Halloween haunt special episode. Wait, wait, wait. This is the. I thought this was the episode where we eat weird candy and, and Death Star is here. And no, not at all. That's next week. This week is all haunts all the time. Wait, you're doing another thing where you like record yourself going to like haunted houses and haunted cornfields and stuff, and it's it's all Blair Witch crapject. Yes. Oh. I hate this episode. I am I am I am putting my foot down. I refuse to participate in this episode. I will not go. Hell no. I will not go into the haunted cornfield again. If you want to do this, you, you do it without me. I'm gonna show up for candy and death star. That's that. Dang. I have no idea how I'm gonna get out of this one. Let's go to our first haunt. This is Stalker Farms Field of Scream. Hey, so, this is Steve from the Bone Bad Show. I'm here with... Julie. Scott Mama, thanks for joining me at a haunt for once. This is pretty badass. I'm looking forward to it. So, we're here at Starker Farms Field of Screams, getting ready to get our haunt on. We have our Depends underwear. You do. <laughs> I'm all good. I'm like submarine portholes down there. <laughs> Not me, man. That chainsaw guy comes out and I need my, my Depends. <laughs> so, you think this is going to be a good one? Yes, I do. Well, we're going to take a look at this and see what they've got, and uh, we'll talk to you shortly. Aren't you supposed to beware of strangers with candy? Mm. <laughs> My mommy says that the best candy comes from strangers. <laughs> Years ago, the county got all uppity about us not taking care of our crops for a year, and... Without asking us or nothing, they just hand it over to the circus that comes through. Evil man runs it, truly horrid. And they tell this man that, oh, you can set up shop right here on this fallow land. It was not fallow. They weren't looking hard enough. Piggy, what are you doing? You're interrupting my story. Now, anyway, I'm so sorry. Before I was interrupted, I was saying that the circus came onto our land and they were really disrespectful when we so kindly approached them to vamoose. So 
we had to take drastic measures, and even so, to this very day, they have not gotten off our land. They say they have a, a right to be here, that the county told them they could be here. Well, i got to say, I admire your spirit. Well, thank you, sir. You've had fires, you've had floods, and you've survived it all, and you're still out here in We the are morning. stronger than before. I welcome any and all folk out there to come join our family. Even if you aren't yeah, actually so I'm blood, not, I'm not if you come in by name, we will gladly name you a slasher. If you just come to our cause, there's room for everyone. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, thank you, Mortimer. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Oh, it was a pleasure getting our story out there. We only hope that people come to see the grave injustice that has come to me and my both blood and name family members. And do not talk to that wretched clown. <laughs> Shut up over there. <sighs> now, oh, we pays for it. It's the mayors. Yeah, mayors the mayors and squares. The mayors. So it's ours. The mayors we put that the never... circus here, and they come in with their peoples and are mean to our circus people. You know what? The and mayor we... never asked us. You never asked us. I think we were well within our right to defend our homeland. Now, uh, doesn't mean you get to destroy a circus. We had a whole big circus, and we had the freak show that Miss Dr. McFallon put together, and they come in and they burned it all to the ground. Death was a mercy on some of you. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Go on. Shoot. Well, shall we? Yes, we shall. Have fun. <laughs> Troutle? make a corn it's good to know that you're scared shitless and yet you can still have the time to make a corn joke oh that music that Susie Slasher's music oh my god (laughs) that really freaks me out every year Touching my junk! You can touch my junk later.
Whatever you do, don't touch anything in Susie's room. Whatever you do, don't leave me. She's very particular about her toys. Going. Don't say my name. Oh, sorry. Julie. <laughs> you don't want Susie to know that your name is Julie. Oh mushy the fog is just socked in you can't even hardly see there's a dead baby head Slasher family has a long history of butchers. Oh what? That's not even a guy. Are you sure? <laughs> what do you think you're doing here? What do you think you're doing? Stay away from my dog. We know your brother. I think Fluffy's in here. I thought we were done with that. No, we're not done with that. is not a hungry. <laughs> don't like you. Oh. I told you kids. She ran away and left me to die. We have audio evidence. Audio evidence, Julie, of what would happen. You stepped on his paw or you kicked him? Can't be good. Oh, I'm busy in here. Get out. Oh, Louise. Just push on for. Try not to touch the bodies that are hanging from the ceiling.
it's me and not a corn dude. I know. There might be a corn dude following you like Dr. Phelan was. I'm Steve. Steve, did you come after me? Get <laughs> so Julie's still running. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god. She ran like hell. <laughs> you were booking, and again, you left me. And this time I was like, I am not going to run with the chainsaw guy. I'm not going to run for the chainsaw guy. You totally ran for the chainsaw guy. This is Steve from the Bone Bass Show, and I'm here with... Emily. Emily, what did you think of the haunt this year? It was scary. Yeah? What was the best part? Uh, I don't know. The creepy people. <laughs> the creepy people. Cool. Would you come again? Uh, probably after I calm down. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Have a good night. Mm-hmm. Once again, we're here from the Bone Bass Show at Stalker Farms Field of Screams, and I'm here with... Tyler. Tyler, is we followed you through the last laugh with your little sisters, and man, they were flipping out. Yeah, they're kind of uh, babies. <laughs> what did you think of the hunt this year? It was uh, better than last year, I think. Really? Yeah. Cool. There was a lot more things going on in there. Seemed a lot longer, too, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, longer, and I thought they did a better job. And Cool. So, uh, would you come back? Yep. Probably next year and the year after that. Keep going. All right, man. Well, thanks for talking to us. Thank you. All right. This is Steve. This is Julie. And we're here once again with Dan at Stalker Farms Field of Screams 2011. How you doing? That's right. Yeah. 2011. Here we go. That's right. (laughs) As you can hear, lots of great screams already. That's right. Opening night. We like to hear that. That's awesome. So this year you got some new stuff going on. Yep, indeed. We uh, we have a combo package, so we split the haunt up into two. We have our traditional Field of Screams, which everyone knows and loves, the Slasher family. We have a few new scenes in there, the Slasher family home and a few other scenes. And then we have the Last Laugh, as we call it, where all the clowns are. So as you know, there's, there's a story that, that's behind this, this place here, that the Slashers and the Carnival folk were uh, angry at each other and didn't like sharing the same piece of land. So... Um, and that goes back many years in the history of Snohomish, Absolutely, correct? yeah, back back uh, early 1900s. So, yeah, a long time ago. That, the feud is long-standing. The feud is long-standing. Even before the carnival folk came out, there's, you know, the uh, the Slasher family hated everyone that, that wandered out into their fields. So, yeah, evil, but evilness. Evil that's right. <laughs> yes. so, so two full haunt trails. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, spoke to a couple of the actors, spoke to some of your folks, and uh-huh. it, everybody's having a great time, it looks like. Yeah, absolutely. We have a great team, as, as we usually do. We got, we got a great costume makeup team. Uh, Cassie, shout out to Cassie for that, as well as Scott Randall, who works at Red Curtain Foundation up here in Everett. And he uh, he works in, with interns and uh, trains folks to do makeup, as well as has some makeup artists. Um, and then on that, we have Steve, our uh, one of our crazy uh, actors. He was awesome. Yes, uh, one of our crazy actors, but he's also in charge of all of our props and uh, getting everything built or design. Uh, Randy, uh, who also is known as Fuzzy Moto, oh Fuzzy, uh, Randy is our lead uh, lead designer. He comes up with our story, so he has a lot of the story. And so, um, in our line here, we have uh, a lot of different little story elements that kind of tell this, the, the story of the haunt. Up, mm-hmm. oh, sirens going off. So who am I forgetting? Oh, new uh, new this year is uh, Robert, uh, Robert Bogue. 
uh, he is our talent director, and he's in charge of keeping the troops and the actors happy and, and acting and scaring and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Brad. Uh, Brad's our, he does all of our uh, music and video. Oh. He's also our chief of staff, so he keeps everyone on schedule. So, um, so big, big, uh, big crew. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then we have a whole bunch of other folks to help support and uh, keep things running. So yeah. without the without actors... them, we would just be uh, guys in the field with masks. So. Yeah. Well, they must be happy because talking to them, they come back year after year. The actors. We do. We have a yeah. good return rate. Uh, very low attrition rate on even on our actors. Mm-hmm. So we're really satisfied with that. So. Well, there's just a great energy tonight, man. Everybody's yeah. fired up to be here. Totally. And there's a lot of good scares happening out there in the corn. Absolutely. Yeah. We hope so. There better be. So. Um, <laughs> Our heads will roll. That's so right. <laughs> Someone's getting zapped. And other pieces. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, right. tell us when can people come and see you? How much does it cost? Perfect. Uh, it's uh, $15 for our regular field of screams. If people are clown phobic um, <laughs> and they just want to do our traditional thing, it's $15. But for $20 uh, is our going rate for doing uh, our corn maze at night, which is non-scary. Uh-huh. On top of that, you get the field of screams and you get the last laugh. For $5 more, you get a huge bargain. Yeah. So you can come spend the whole night down here. And we're open uh, Thursday through Saturdays here on out. So October 7th and 8th, and then the following weeks, Thursday through uh, Saturdays. And we're also open on Halloween night oh, as a cool. tradition. So that's a Monday. And you also have food added now, so people can come and we get do. some treats. Yeah, we listen to our guests, and we do a lot of surveys. And go. And so a lot of people are like, hey, I'm hungry, I'm waiting in line. So we invited some uh, food truck folks from Seattle. We got street donuts. We got. Uh, got I can't wait to try that. Yeah, you guys, who, who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to eat those? Yeah. yeah. And then then we have uh, the the corn roasters, and then we got our uh, up in the front. We have um, our traditional, you know, wagon food truck. Yeah. Food truck, yeah. yeah, all the good stuff there. So and then they'll walk up and down the line when we're super busy and uh, feed people, and oh, great. that'd be good. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. So a great evening of entertainment. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks so much for having us out again. It's always a pleasure to visit you out here in the corn. This is yeah. creepy as hell. Look at this fog I know. Rolling you got in, the man. real fog moving <laughs> yeah. in. So, I mean, that's, and you got the moon peeking out up above there. I mean, it's just, you yeah. cannot beat this. We're, we're open rain or shine. And usually, if it's raining somewhere, it's not raining here. So, at least not in the uh, corn. Not in the corn. And you're moving fast enough, it won't hit you. That's Especially right. when you're running from a chainsaw. So. That's, that's right. Yeah. So, it's all, it's all fun and games down yes. here <laughs> until Great. somebody gets hurt. That's right. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thank you so much once again. And okay. uh, have a great haunt season thank you guys thank you right scary later yeah (laughs) all right we are back and joining me now of course is the lovely ska mama julie how you doing babe good how you doing not bad thank you so much for saving my bacon because my co-host slash boyfriend bailed on me yeah he's a big wuss yes he absolutely is so stalker farms field of screams speaking of wusses what are you talking about? <laughs> ah, ah, help me, help me, chainsaw. I was getting into the moment. <laughs> I was just doing it to make the actors feel good. <laughs> That's awesome of you. Feel I love about it. themselves. Yeah, they, I think they felt really good about themselves. They were patting themselves on after the back you visited. Yeah. That's such a good haunt. I mean, they really have a rare atmosphere there. What with like the corn stalks and the fog rolling in off the fields and the moon shining through. The fog. It just looks really awesome. It really is. And then you add the totally intense actors, and it makes for a very rare experience. Yeah, I agree. I always have a good time when we go there. Me too. I think it gets better every year. I would agree. So uh, our music this week is 
from Knox Arcana, who we featured a couple of times on this show during our haunt episodes. We've got a brand new album out called The Dark Tower on Monolith Records. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but uh, that is the music you're enjoying tonight, so I hope you like it. So why don't we jump... I like it too. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're Irish. I almost forgot. I'm Scottish. <laughs> One of those. Oh, we're going to piss off our European Seriously, listeners again. I said something to a guy in the in the elevator the other night, and or the other day at work, and I was like, oh, are you Scottish? And he was like, how dare you? Alrighty, well, why don't we just jump right into our next haunt, which we actually visited the same night as Stalker Farms. This is Haunted Nightmare in Bothell, Washington. Yeah, that one was groovy, man. Welcome to Wonkadaver Industries. We bring good things to death. <laughs> My name is Dr. William Wonka Dabber, inventor extraordinaire. Please enter my time machine. Oh, the sounds of such warmth. <laughs> we will take you back in time to the 1970s, to the days of disco nights and serial killers, and such heartwarming films as Deliverance. <laughs> And dawn of the dead. As you travel through time, consider this. They once believed time travel required a fast car and a bolt of lightning. <laughs> it requires only a few spare body parts. As you enter, wear your glasses. Touch no one and no one will touch you. And welcome to 19... Seven, seven. <laughs> <laughs> you did that. Good. creeper. You're supposed to have a creeper. It's their job. Creepers be creeping. That is so cool. Welcome to the club. Please enter at will. I don't know. Don't go in there. Welcome to the Disco of Blood! What's that? Now dance! Dance! Uh-oh! We got you now! We got you now! Oh my god! That was crazy. Isn't that crazy? Well, you should go see. I got all these great kids heads on a platter. Oh missing Marsha. Where's Marsha? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. There's your Marsha. Yes. Thank you, Sam. That looks so good. Oh my God! Show you. Oh my God. What? Push. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 
All right, this is Steve from the Bone Bass Show, and I'm here with Jody Industry at Haunted Nightmare 2011. How you doing, gentlemen? Fantastic. Doing great. Yeah? It's a good haunt, man. I had a great time walking through, i got to say. Well, thank you very much. We, uh, we aim to please. Always great to have you out. Now, as we talked about last year, this is one of the more compact hots around, but man, is it dense. You've got so much stuff on the wall, some fantastic art this year, great 3D effects. I think I mentioned before that this is the 3D haunt, so you're wearing glasses as you walk through. And just, it's eye-popping. And I found myself, I kept stopping to look at the walls, and, you know, somebody's trying to scare me up ahead, and I'm just totally distracted. It's great. Well, we love it, too. I mean, we have so much fun building it, and when, and when we paint up the walls... Um, Dutch Byerie of Contours Effects has, has done an amazing job this year, just taking it to a whole nother level. And it's so fun to just come here and, we, you know, we put on the glasses ourselves when, when we're building it and we look at it and we just, we have a blast. We enjoy it. Yeah, you get to play in the playground. That is awesome. Exactly. Yeah, and it's great when we have uh, other uh, Han enthusiasts come through and just are blown away by the 3D effects they've never seen before. And we, uh, like I said, I mean, we try to pack uh, more more scares per square foot than uh, anybody else out there. <laughs> I think you can safely make that claim. And you got a pretty cool 70s vibe going this year, too. It definitely takes you back. There's a lot of stuff for somebody who's my age is going to dig this on. Yes, yeah, our theme this year is Boogie Nightmare. We always like to try to change it up, so uh, we came up with a 70s theme. It's the first uh, 70s-themed haunted house since the 1970s. And, uh, yeah, we uh, figured, you know, what's more uh, scary than zombies than zombies in polyester? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so when are you running? When can folks come and see you? We're open. Uh, we just opened tonight, actually, uh, October 7th. We're open weekends, Fridays and Saturdays, and then the entire last week, Tuesday through Halloween on Monday. And we're open 7 p.m. till 11. And what's it going to run, folks, to have their pants scared off of them? So it's $10 for general admission, $15 VIP, which gets them into our uh, fast line. And then we're also offering our VIP Fright Pass. You want Talk a little bit about that, Destry. Uh, the VIP Fright Pass, it gets you yeah, not only into our VIP line, but also 12 other haunts in the Puget Sound area. You get uh, their fast lane as well for half off. So it's a really great deal. If you want to hit more than uh, two or three haunts, it's going to pay for itself. Fantastic. Well, once again, it was a pleasure visiting you guys. Thank you so much for your time, and have a great haunt season. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Okay, so Haunted Nightmare. Wasn't that? I just loved the art in that haunt. The yeah. guy that they've got this year, I mean, you're just, like I said in the interview, I, it's it's eye-popping. You keep finding yourself stopping to just stare at the walls as opposed to walking through like you're supposed to. Right, exactly. That's it's almost a distraction, but a very good one. Yeah. And then they're trying to scare you, and you're like, wait, wait, wait. No, I just want to look at this one picture <laughs> over here. Okay, okay, go ahead Yeah, now. you got your hand on your chin, and right. you're appreciating it. Like a... and they're like, hey, man, I'm trying to scare you over here. <laughs> wait, you're blocking. You're blocking the mural. The, the whole 70s vibe was totally fun. It was, yeah. yeah. I, I especially liked the zombie on roller skates. Yes, that was good. Yeah, she was good. The uh, There was some nods to some classic television in there, too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. great stuff. Yeah. All right, so i got to ask you a question. When it comes to haunts, you know, we always talk about this on Bone Bat Show anyway. What pisses you off? <laughs> the chainsaw guy. The chainsaw guy pisses you off, really? I thought that's that's almost why you go, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. You know what pisses me off? In this day and age, people who still use toy chainsaws in their mind. <laughs> yeah. That pisses me off. Because you can just tell. There's no air of fear at it when somebody comes at you and it's like... <laughs> right, exactly. It's just like, oh, please. 
Whereas, you know, when the real chainsaw, there's just a sound of a real chainsaw and you smell like the oil and smoke in the air and it makes you want to run for your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe what pisses me off is if I don't really get scared. Yeah. You know, you're going there to get a good scare on and if it's just sort of falls flat. Yeah. Yeah. That would do it. You know, you pay your 10, 15, 20 bucks or whatever. I think you expect, you have the right to expect to... Get thrilled. Yeah. You know what pisses me off, actually, is... And this I would give as a bit of advice to people who go to haunts. And that, you know, especially on these haunted trails, a lot of times you'll go with your friends and your family and you'll be in a big group. And there is certainly in scary situations a human nature to want to have safety in numbers. But... You don't want to be, honestly, going through a haunt in a group of more than, like, four or six people because it screws up the haunt. It basically messes up the timing for the actors in the haunt. And, I mean, you're paying good money. You want to get their best effort. And I was at a haunt this month where, you know, there was a... I ended up in the middle of two groups who got separated, and then they merged back together. The front people went slow enough so that their friends could catch up. And they ended up with, like, I don't know, 15 people, 18 people in one group marching through each set. And it just... The actors couldn't scare them. And it kind of... I was stuck in the middle of it, so it ruined it for me. And I ended up just pulling aside and letting people go by so that, you know, I could kind of enjoy the haunt on its own scary... Merits as it should be. Right, yeah. You know, yeah, you... It's, it's annoying when you come up behind and you're like, oh, okay, we have to wait for the scare actors to reset first. Yeah. And just, then we can go. <laughs> yeah, go slow, take your time, and, you know, don't be, nothing's going to happen to you. There I, there hasn't been a haunt yet that's actually killed me. Right. So, you know, enjoy it for what it's worth. And I know that it's scary and it's spooky, but it's supposed to be. That's why you're there. So take it slow and enjoy it. You know, don't be... You know, don't get that mob mentality because it actually ruins the haunt for not only yourself because you're not getting the best efforts of the actors, but for the actors and for the other people in the haunt. So, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we go to our next haunt? This is our kind of our local haunt that we seem to visit every year Nightmare at Beaver Lake in Issaquah. All right, this is Steve with the Bone Bat Show, and I'm here at Nightmare at Beaver Lake 2011 with Kelsey, one of the horror masterminds with Scare Productions. How you doing, man? Pretty good. How are you? It's so good to be back with you here once again. Glad to have you. You know, this is kind of my home haunt, I feel like, that I, I always get by this one, and I'm excited to see what you've got lined up for folks this year. We've really added a lot to our show this year. We've got a lot more sets we've ever had out here, uh, more actor spots. This is one of the largest shows we've ever done out here. And uh, we've got a, our, our first theme is all phobias going through. So our, our tagline this year is we know what scares you and we're pushing that to the fullest. Very cool. So one of your strengths has always been that you guys seem to have just an endless cast. There's always people behind every tree, behind every corner that are ready to pop out at you. What is your staff like this year? Uh, we're really fortunate in that aspect. We really we can run anywhere between uh, 75 to about 120 actors. Our minimum is higher than you would see at a lot of other shows. And this year you've kind of mixed things up. Your your full scare area looks like it's going to be just terrifying. Yeah, we, we added that a little bit as well. Uh, it's always kind of been uh, just one set, so we doubled that to two areas, and they, they are extremely intense, not for the faint of heart. 
but even on the the kind of lighter scare area you've got some creepy stuff going on that's the idea right absolutely <laughs> yeah I, I'm walking through here and I'm seeing some great set piece I don't even want to give away too much but I'm I'm really digging it good glad to hear that so uh, when you guys open this year uh, we open tomorrow night the 20th and we run through Halloween but we're closed on the 24th and 25th what are your hours we run from 7 p.m. to 745 family scare where the full fright is not even open yet and then at 8 o'clock we start our full scare until 10 on the weeknights and 11 on the weekends very cool was it run to come out here and get the pants scared off you the family hour is eight dollars the weeknights for full fright is twelve dollars and full scare on the weekends is 15 um, however if you bring a can of food you can get a dollar off any anytime absolutely so one last thing we always like to ask here on the bone bat show kelsey what pisses you off <laughs> children <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that then. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for letting me come out and uh, visit you again. And uh, everybody, I hope you come out and uh, check out Nightmare at Beaver Lake. Thanks a lot, Steve. This one, isn't this pretty? It's all, it's all uniform, fit for you, right here, right here. Let me take a look.
join us for dinner?
Albright. This is Steve at Nightmare at Beaver Lake for 2011, and I'm here with a big bunch of folks who just went through the haunt. What'd you think, man? It was pretty cool. It was very scary. What'd you think? Was What'd you scary? think? Was it scary? Scary. What was your favorite part? Um, the, the one that jumping. No, the dead, the dead part. Dead part. <laughs> the old dead part. <laughs> very cool. Would you come back? Uh, you probably, yeah. 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 All right. Well, thanks a lot. You guys have a great night. Awesome. What did you think? I think it was great. I um, act here sometimes. Oh yeah, do you need to go home yeah. Now? <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. You should come next time. I will. Thank you very much. Like tomorrow, because I'll be at tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Right, this is Steve at Nightmare Beaver Lake, and I'm here with a few folks who just went through the haunt. Uh, what did you guys think? Well, it was pretty freaky at some points. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite part? Um, probably what we just went through. Yeah. When did you have a favorite part? Um. Yeah, I think it was where we went into the vortex. It was all weird. You felt like you were off balance because they had the platform vibrating. And it was spinning around. And you, and it was like spinning. It was kind of disturbing. That is really weird, isn't it? Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you very much. All right, this is Steve from Nightmare at Beaver Lake, and uh, I'm here with a group of folks who just came out of the... You guys survived. We survived, yeah. What did you think of the haunt this year? It was very good. It was yeah. awesome! <laughs> it was great. It was, it was scary. scary. Yeah, what was your favorite part? Uh, probably the ending and the clown part. Yeah, and was there anything that's going to keep you awake tonight? Uh, not really. <laughs> Except for the clown at the beginning. He is pretty scary. Yeah. Scary clown. <laughs> cool. Is there any other things that you'd like to tell people about the haunt this year? Not really. It's kind of scary. That's very fun. Come on down. Thank you very All much. Right, thanks. This is Steve from the Bone Bat Show, and I'm here at Nightmare Beaver Lake 2011 with a, a few survivors who survived the haunt. <laughs> what did you guys think this year? It was great. You know, I've gone like every year, and this was by far the best. I've never been, so this was my first time. And I, at first I was like really freaked out, but it was good. I liked it. <laughs> what was your favorite part? Um, I liked going through all the different phobias. That was good, yeah. yeah. What about you guys? Um, I liked the big haunted house at the end. That was the best part. Very cool. Did you scream a little, anyway? A little, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <A> little. <laughs> so you'd come back? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, definitely. All right, thanks a lot. Yeah. Have a great night. Thank you. All right, once again, this is Steve from the Bone Bat Show out here at Nightmare at Beaver Lake 2011, and I'm hanging out with Dana from Scare Productions. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful night. Got to say, I had a great time in your haunt. It's spooky. <laughs> awesome. That's what we like to hear. Absolutely. You've got a great cast of actors, man. Everybody's just into it, having a great time, just scaring the hell out of people. It's awesome. <laughs> well, we love to scare. That's our thing. <laughs> Absolutely. So you've got some new stuff this year, correct? Uh, almost everything is new front to back. So if you came last year or any other year, you're going to see new stuff, new actors, new props, new sets, new scares. Even a, a new theme at the start? You're, you, what, what are you guys doing this year? I'd say our theme this year is we know what scares you. Yeah, there, there's a little bit, if you're phobic of this or you're phobic of that, mm -hmm. I think you're going to find something here that's going to bug you. <laughs> yeah, something along that trail, that first few sets, we're, we've got your number. <laughs> Absolutely. And you guys have some special guests coming up the uh, last oh, yeah. weekend, correct? Yeah, we do. Our last Friday and Saturday, C.J. Graham is coming up, and he played Jason Voorhees in the Friday the 13th movie. And uh, he's going to be signing autographs, and you can take pictures with him, and uh, he's doing it... Uh, 
donate some of the money back to us, so it's going to go to charity. And he's a really nice guy and really big. <laughs> <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, it's very cool. We, when he found out about our haunt, he was like, oh, yeah, I want to do it. So we're like, yeah, we'd love to have you here. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for letting me visit again. It's always a pleasure to come out. We're happy and, to have uh, you. And <laughs> I hope a lot of our listeners come out and uh, visit the haunt. I hope they come and get scared. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dana. Thank you. All right, Nightmare at Beaver Lake. That's actually kind of our local haunt and one of the first haunts you went to, right? Yeah, that was uh, one of my first haunts that I've been to in a long time since, you know, I think I was a teen and went to Not Scary Farm in California. But um, I went with some of my girlfriends, some of my mommy girlfriends, and uh, we all just wanted to go have a good time. And I just thought it was really funny because it's one of the first things I remember is standing in the really super long line and uh, you've got to wait a long time. And I'm just chatting with my girlfriends, of course, getting into whatever conversation I'm having. And then all of a sudden I look and uh, the three girls that are facing me, they all take one big step backwards. And that was when I knew that I had broken one of the essential rules of going to Halloween haunts. And that was not paying attention to what was going on around me. And there was a big Grim Reaper standing behind me, <laughs> breathing into the back of my neck. And it was really scary because I was afraid to turn around, but it was also a lot of fun. You don't like to get breathed on, do you? That piggy man at uh, Stalker Farms is kind of freaking you out. The breathing, the sniffing, especially the sniffing, <laughs> like the piggy man. When they come up to you and they start sniffing your neck, especially if it's dark and you can't see them and all you can hear is the sniffing or the growling or the breathing or the shuffling. Ooh, totally <laughs> freaks me out. And the first time you went, didn't you like go on Halloween night itself after the kids went to bed or something? You yeah. like went back? I think so. For the full fright haunt later. Yeah. That's usually a good night, isn't it, to go? Because, like, the kids are out trick-or-treating and the lines are a little shorter? I would think. I don't know. No, nah, it wasn't that night. This thing is popular. And then I think I came back and told you how much fun. Because they have uh, two, they have two uh, showings, let's say. And they have the family hour and then the full fright. And I think I came back and told you that the full fright was awesome. Because all the lights are turned down and they really work hard to scare you. And- mm-hmm. Well, why don't we talk a little bit more about the music that we've listened to tonight, Knox Arcana. The band is the uh, brainchild of Joseph Vargo, who is the gothic artist who does actually the album covers for the band that you can see. And he joined forces back in 1998 with Edward Douglas in uh, Midnight Syndicate, which is like the other really big haunt music group. That is well known today. You know, usually you hear if major haunts have music, it's either from Midnight Syndicate or uh, Nox Arcana. Joseph Vargo did two albums with Midnight Syndicate, Born of the Night and Realm of Shadows. And then he decided to go off on his own. And he actually wrote a novel called Tales from the Dark Tower, which I believe this new album is a tie into. I mean, this guy's a renaissance man. Can you believe that? He does all this painting writes novels, and puts out uh, like a CD every year. I'd love to see what his interior design looks like. (laughs) Must be pretty amazing, yeah. So anyway, you know, since 2003, they've put out 15 CDs worth of just amazing haunt music. And uh, it's definitely something that you'll want to check out. I mean, this is the perfect music for your Halloween party and or haunt. Last year, I actually took a speaker and put it up against the window and played knocks arcana into the front yard along with the skull tiki torches and styrofoam gravestones all the various and sundry items it made for a very spooky tableau i think for the trick-or-treaters yeah i think it kept some of the little trick-or-treaters from coming to our door it didn't help uh, keep away the teenagers with no costumes and the big ass 
pillowcases for nah, their no, candy? Nothing will keep them away from their candy. Damn. All right, well, why don't we jump right into our next haunt. This is Dark Hollow Haunted Forest in Maple Valley, Washington. Surfers right there. Thank you, good night. Delicious! 
Mr. Captain! This is Steve at the Bone Bat Show, and I'm here with... Aaron. And Katie. At Dark Hollow 2011. So you guys just walked through. I followed you closely behind, uh, make, just making sure nothing would happen to you. <laughs> kind of dangerous out there. What did you guys think of the hunt this year? I really liked it. It was pretty scary, and the scares were unexpected. Yeah, they were both, they're all really, really good. Did, did you have a favorite section of the walk, or uh, something that really stood out in your mind? I liked the little girls. That those were really scary. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the pirate ship because they would cool. jump out at you more and just go for the surprise rather than the word scare. And you didn't really know which direction they were coming at you from. Yeah, right? it, it was that scary. was a little unique. That hey, yeah. wait, it could be coming from any direction. Yeah, for sure. And also, you didn't really know where to go too. So the scare from behind you and then not knowing where to go was freaky. Yeah. yeah. I was buried in her sleeve a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and there are sections where it's very quiet, and then the big loud shock kind of grabs you. Yes, yeah. for sure. Those are, yeah, those are really cool, too. Yeah, I think sound's a big part of the haunt this year. That, yeah. that makes it kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So you'd come back then, huh? Uh, yes. Definitely. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much for speaking with me. I appreciate it. No problem. Yeah. All right, this is Steve once again from the Bone Bat Show, and I'm here with Chris from at Dark Hollow 2011, the Haunted Forest. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. A little tired and cold, but we're getting there. 
You are getting there. So I just did a, a nice couple of walkthroughs of your haunt, and I got to say, you guys have a little bit of a mean streak this year. I like it. It's it's definitely, out of the years I've been doing this, it's definitely probably one of the scariest that we've seen. We've, we've just done some new things with, with lighting, with props, uh, the way that we're kind of reinventing the actors, especially because we use youth. Uh, we're really leveraging our strengths to, to create a, a really creepy atmosphere in a, in a trail-like setting. It's just awesome. Well, this year you had a really good actor turnout, correct? Yeah, we're to, to the numbers that I'm being privy to, it looks like it's approximately double what we had last year. So that's a pretty significant jump. <laughs> it is, and you can just feel the omnipresence as you walk the trail because there's a lot of creepers. You never know when you're going to turn around and there's going to be someone who's stealth right up behind you. There's just another one there. Every time you turn around, oh, God, there's another one. There's another one. They're and everywhere. There, and there's a lot of great misdirection when you get into the rooms and tents and maze areas where you don't know where the, the scare is coming from. Could mm-hmm. be down low, could be up high, could be behind you. You don't know. And that's great. It makes for a very scary atmosphere. And it's purely by design because we've been doing this long enough that when we sit down to create the trail, because we start in February is, is when we have our first meetings, our first creative meetings. And it's, it's purely by design, we think. We know we want to do this scare here, and then we go through masterminding how it's going to play out because we can't do the same thing every scene. Otherwise, people would get bored and they wouldn't come back and see us, and that's obviously not the goal. We want to give someone a reason to come see us year after year because we're something fresh, we're changing it up. So it's by design that the scares are different scene to scene. Very cool. So is there an overriding story this year, or what do you have to share with the populace? I, you know, I would have to defer to uh, the maestro, Eric, on, on his storyline, but to, to my understanding, it uh, has a lot to do with Ulrich von Hellsbane, and I think the best thing that we could uh, ask people to do is go to the website. Uh, Eric has devoted a lot of time and energy into creating the storyline that's there, and I won't do it justice. So I would say that uh, check out the website. There's a lot of information there, some uh, some Easter eggs. It's done very well, and then uh, and if anyone can find Eric in this haunted forest, talk to him because he gets very passionate about it. Well, that, that is one thing that has always been a strength of this haunt is Eric's attention to detail. Huge and detail. It, you know, you don't want to walk through this haunt, although you're going to be chased, you don't want to walk through it fast because there's a lot of awesome detail in those rooms. Absolutely, yeah, especially in this type of, of an event, pacing is something that's incredibly important. We don't want people to run through. I mean, it's, it's great when people are so scared, they start a little bit of a jog, but we're almost concerned they're going to start smashing into other groups, uh, you know, getting getting uh, some real challenges uh, when it comes to that. But uh, but then I notice, you know, you, you turn a corner and then there's like a zombie right in front of you and that slows you down. So there, there are certain ways to kind of organically work that flow that you guys are doing a good job with. And, it's, and again, it's, it's, it's part of the design. It's part of our, uh, what we call our ghoul school, which is uh, kind of our our acting class training people how to navigate this type of theatrical event because we have to teach people how to act and we have to teach people how to negotiate our customer flow because we want to give everyone the best experience possible and the only way to do that is by helping our people understand if they're going too fast or going too slow to help like I said negotiate that. Absolutely. So when are you open Chris? We're going to be open uh, starting tomorrow Friday uh, the 14th uh, Saturday the 15th, and then again on the 21st, 22nd, and then 27, 28, and 29. So we're running seven nights uh, this year. Very cool. One last question I always ask our guests on the Bone Bat Show. Chris, what pisses you off? What pisses me off? 
probably today is uh, some of the drivers. <laughs> the drivers. The, the drivers out there. Some of the stuff every once in a while you see someone someone hangs a corner. I think probably the, the best thing I saw today, someone slowed down two lanes of traffic so that they could cross three lanes to make their right. <laughs> nice. And you just want to stop and shake a fist. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for joining me on the show, and everybody come out and visit Chris at Dark Hollow Haunted Forest. Thank you. Appreciate it. And we're back. Dark Hollow. What would you think of that one? I thought that was awesome. I thought they did a really good job this year. Maybe the best I've ever seen out there in Maple Valley. Yeah, they've definitely evolved over the last couple of years. But this this year they uh, went back to the more classic jump scare type of haunt. Yeah. Which I thought was a lot of fun. Like I said, I thought it had a little bit of a mean streak to it. You know, they were going to spook you out. And if they weren't going to spook you out, then they were going to actually startle you. And they were on a mission. And you just felt going through those dark maze rooms, you know, that, that they were just on top of it. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and they had a, an interesting twist to the whole chainsaw thing. You know, I kind of thought that I was going to get away with it this time, but they didn't let me down. They did not. Yeah, they did a good job with that Definitely as well. Definitely went screaming. Dark Hollow is actually the only haunt that I visited twice this year, and I thought it was pretty cool how they actually kind of fine-tune things in the week or so since the last time I was there. You know, I, I went on the preview night, and then I wanted to go back with you. And in the meantime, like, there was a couple of places that had new music. There were a couple of rooms that they tweaked to a little bit better effect. There was even one room that was, like, a little too dark, and you couldn't see the detail work on the walls. And they added just, like, a couple of white signs on the walls, and it reflected enough light back that you could see everything. And I just thought that was an ingenious way to kind of fix a very small problem and make that room work better. Definitely. And that's one of the things, you know, to mention right now is that the folks who listen to this podcast at this late hour are going to be able to visit these haunts at the top of their game. You know, the actors have been working on their best deliveries. Everybody has been fine-tuning things up to this point. And so you're going to go and have a great experience almost at any haunt you visit. All right. So why don't we go into our last pair of haunts that we visited on the same night that uh, you and I visited Dark Hollow the second time. Down Tacoma Way. The Hillbilly Haunt and Pierce County Asylum. Man, I thought that was a great pair of haunts. Now, the Hillbilly Haunt is, I understand, Washington's first 18 and over adults only haunt. I can see how it's 18 and over. There is a lot of flesh. <laughs> and a lot of blood and a lot of gore. There's, you know, some scenes you walk through there. I'll say it. You come out of there and you feel like you need a shower. Yeah, it's a little much. bit disturbing. There's some morally disturbing parts to it. And uh, it does its job well in making you really uncomfortable. It does. But I got to say that there are a couple of really cool, like, high-tech uh, scenes that while you're trying to quickly move out of there because it's just getting too ooky, um, you really want to stick around and try and figure out how it works because it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, kind of like Hollywood yeah. quality stuff that you've seen effects in movies that were worse than that. Right, yeah. And speaking of Hollywood, there were quite a few like Hollywood-inspired props I, I kind of noticed around there. Yeah, they had kind of an alien room going on. And speaking to Clark, he mentioned that the alien eggs that they had in that room were actually prototypes for the ones that were used in the film Alien. So, I mean, how cool is that? A little bit of Hollywood history right here in our local haunt. Yeah, it was cool. I got to say that one of the things that I thought was uh, 
I was a little unnerved at first by the idea that um, the actors would touch you. Because, you know, with most of these haunts, you go in and you're thinking, oh, they can't touch you. So it's going to be okay. But in this one, they make it very clear that, you know, the actors will touch you. And uh, at first I was a little worried about that. But um, I went through one of the rooms and one of the hillbillies, he was sort of massaging me. And actually, I kind of liked it. I kind of <laughs> was hoping for more. I didn't really get very much after that, though. So maybe they, you know, by the time these uh, listeners get out there, maybe they'll do a little bit more caressing. (laughs) Touched by a hillbilly. Didn't that used to be a show on CBS? Yeah, I didn't think it did so well. (laughs) All right. Well, why don't we get into the haunt here? Uh, This is the Hillbilly Haunt. So a couple of things before I let you into the haunt. It is rated R. They will touch you. Top of your head, shoulders, elbows, wrists, knees to ankles. They know not to touch your torso. They know not to block your route of escape. And they know not to impede your movement. In return, I ask that you keep your hands to yourselves and your feet to yourselves. If you're unable to comply with this, I turn on the lights, I do find you, and I will remove you from the premises. Secondly, I suggest that you take it slowly. We do not run with hosts like we do downstairs. So timing and pacing is entirely up to you guys. So that means shuffle, baby step, while you're going through the roofs. And specifically, do not stop. You will get the maximum enjoyment of the show that way. Lastly, if I can ask you to refrain from taking pictures or videos as you're going through the haunt, that'd be great. And if we can give you just one more minute, I'll get you through. I don't want you guys getting secondhand scares. <laughs> Alright. If you guys are taking slowly. No, it has pretty self-evident. Please take it slowly. Thank you. 
All right, this is Steve from the Bombat Show. We just came out of the Hillbilly Haunt, and uh, a couple of our fellow survivors are here with us. How you doing? Good, good. How you doing? Not bad at all. So what did you think of the haunt? There was a lot of blood and gore and boobs. <laughs> More did, boobs than I thought there would be. <laughs> do you think it lived up to the billing of an adult haunt? It was definitely hillbilly-like, I think. <laughs> she, yeah. she knows from the hillbilly. And, <laughs> no offense, on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of expect I expected more swearing for the 18 and over billing, but uh, it, it was fun. It was it was a good fright. Very cool. All right. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. It was fun going through the haunt with you. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. All right. This is Steve from the Bone Bat Show once again, and right now I'm standing in front of the Hillbilly Haunt, which is attached to the Pierce County Asylum down in Tacoma. It's the first time I've ever been here, and I'm visiting with Clark. How you doing, man? Doing good got to say i'm excited what i've seen so far this haunt looks like it is going to be a blast it should be it's one of the only 18 and older haunts in the uh, state of washington <laughs> it looks absolutely crazy so it's kind of cool that you've got a two-tiered thing going on here literally almost one's above the other but uh you've got a kind of a classic haunt you've got a bunch of great effects and some magnificent sculpturing and then you've got another haunt that is a little more hairy for the people who can brave it yeah, that's true. Um, we do do the lower haunt, which is uh, more kid-friendly, uh, more of the House on Haunted Hill, uh, psychological versus the hillbilly, which is the extreme blood, guts, gore. So <laughs> Maybe even almost a little nudity. Nope, there's actually no full almost. nudity. Oh, almost. Not no, quite. They're scantily clad, but there's no nudity. <laughs> There's no actual burbles or purples showing. So. <laughs> but there is something to appeal to the, the adult purient interest. Oh, always. Um, <laughs> you know, the big thing with the haunt industry is everything is kid-based, kid-based, kid-based. There's no place for adults to really go to. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was talking with all my business partners and we came up with this concept a year ago. Mm -hmm. So this is only the second year you've done this? No, a year ago, this was, wasn't was even in existence. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, we built this one here in the past three months. Fantastic. So. And I, I was reading up a little of the backstory online. It actually has there's something to sink your teeth into before you go into the haunt. Yep, there sure is. Uh, you know, the, the backstory was actually designed by one of the business partners who also does our web design. You know, one of the other business partners does the props and detailing and of course then you know then there's ben's artworks who has influence in just about everything down here so yeah and you know the folks who are horror fans in seattle will know ben isett's art from going to crypticon and just seeing some of the amazing stuff he's done and from what you're saying that there's an additional four or five rooms i mean there's a bunch of great stuff that i have not seen before in the black lake or pierce county asylum oh, always last year it was 22 rooms this year it's 30 rooms this year is the first haunt for the hillbilly haunt not as big uh 16 rooms hopefully a little more extreme though well worth your uh 13 entry <laughs> so it's 13 bucks for each haunt and 20 for both is that what it does 20 for both or if you got military or uh, nursing id we let you in for 11 or the coupons all right and, and what are your hours from now until through halloween 
Uh, 7 to 11. Uh, Sundays, if we're slow, we'll shut down early on the lower haunt. Uh, just due to the kids, most of them kids down there are 15, 16, 17 years old and still have school. School is really important to us. And so, you know, if anything, if we're slow, I'll shut that haunt down at 1030. Okay, cool. And then keep this one open a little bit later because, again, they're all 18 or older up here. Mm-hmm. All right, Clark. Well, one last question. I always ask all of our guests here on the Bone Bat Show. What pisses you off, man? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> You this know. is your happy time of year, isn't it? You know, I don't know if it's my happy time of year. I know that uh, we do what we have to do. Sometimes I look at myself and say, why do I do this to myself? I can't say what charity that we do this for because they prefer to remain anonymous a little bit. Um, okay. But, you know, um, we like to give to the charity. The Hillbilly Haunt gives to a, an anonymous charity now where the asylum gives to the Mary Bridge. Very cool. So, All right, folks. Well, come on down and check out Pierce County, Black Lake Asylum, and the Hillbilly Haunt, and you know that your money will be going to a good cause. Oh, always. All right, Clark. Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate your time and letting us come and check out the haunts. Yeah, it was a pleasure having you come down. Please follow your guide. Here's your one tie to sanity. Do you guys want to leave? Oh, please. Go ahead. Yes. Mr. Boutte, will you do me a favor? Will you not let them move unless the children are in front? I want the children in front. Especially her. No! I like her. The group will not move unless you're in the front. Doctor Dementia, we have a screamer! We have a screamer! Potentially a crier! She may pee her pants!
<laughs> All right, this is Steve from the Bone Bat Show, and I'm here at Black Lake Asylum 2011 with a couple of the other survivors. Uh, I know your name because it was being screamed repeatedly. <laughs> Hi, Lily. How you doing? I'm really scared, and I, my throat hurts. So what did you think of the hunt? They kept telling me to go in front. <laughs> now, do you, have you been to a lot of haunts, or is this your first time? or Second. And which was this the scariest you've ever been to? I thought they were supposed to leave when we when you left the section. Answer the question. <laughs> my, my girl kept yelling in my ear. Was it the scariest? Yes. Yes. What was your favorite part? Did you have a favorite part? No. Do you think you're going to have trouble going to sleep tonight? Yeah. I'm so glad you have to do that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I hope you had a good time and. Uh, it was a pleasure following you through the hunt. You were the best screamers I've ever seen. Good job. Everything scared me. All right, Steve once again at Black Lake Asylum 2011, and I'm here with a few more survivors of tonight's haunt. What did you guys think? It was awesome. Awesome. It, it was pretty good. Yeah? It was, great. was it actually scary? Did they get you a few times? A few times. I mean, I, th- I thought it was going to be bigger. We're pretty manly, so. Yeah. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> what did you think, sir? I uh, just about had my arm ripped off for her. <laughs> I think I hurt myself. <laughs> Screaming or just pulling? Yes. <laughs> okay, did you have a favorite part? From the beginning to the end. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Have a great night. Thank you. All right. Once again, this is Steve from the Bone Bat Show at Black Lake Haunted Asylum 2011. I'm here with a few more survivors. How are you guys doing tonight? Fine. You still look like you're shaking a little bit. Oh, it was, it that was scary at all. It was creepy. It was fine. You like dragged my neck. I had to hold on to something. So did you guys have a favorite section? Uh, the zombies are pretty The cage man. The cage man? <laughs> I know. 
I understand from the owner of the haunt that that is a real prison door. That's interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. I wish I knew that before I got in. Yeah, I knew the guy. I was like, oh, you're so cool. <laughs> and the person that introduced me, I knew her from Wilson. <laughs> and what was your guys' favorite part? The scary, weird-looking toy. I know, those are <laughs> Okay, cool. Would you guys come back? Oh, yeah. I would do it again right yeah. now. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much. Have a great night. And that was our final haunt for the year, the Pierce County Asylum. Very cool. So it's kind of interesting that, you know, yes, it is a really cool haunt. It's got a lot of great atmosphere in there. The actors were doing a really good, intense job. Ben Isett's props and sculptures, once again, were really awesome. But so much of that was colored by walking through the haunt with Lily. Oh, definitely. She was awesome. I mean, it was really cool to, you know, a lot of kids would just kind of shut down or cry or ask for their dad to take them out. And she was just like running around like a maniac away from the creepies and screaming her head off and just getting into it. And it was just, it made it our group, it made it so fun for our group to walk through with her. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And, you know, going back to something I was talking about earlier, it was kind of fun because um, I think she was about 12 or 13 and she was standing there and she had her back turned to the line and she was talking to her dad. And I kind of watched the zombie actor sort of shuffle up behind her real quiet. And then he kind of sniffed her and growled a little in her ear. And man, she screamed. She could scream so loud. She had a movie quality scream. <laughs> and uh, I just thought it was so funny because it reminded me of my first experience. And so I, I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, you kind of got to be aware of what's going on around you. Maybe like, you know, back up to the wall or something so you know what's going on because they will take the opportunity to scare anybody who's not paying attention. And I was telling her, actually, there's some more rules you might want to know. Like, for instance, you know, if you're at the front of the line, you're definitely going to get the first scares. But if you're at the back of the line, you're also going to get the guy that sneaks up behind you and sniffs in your ear or growls or shuffles creepily behind you. And so she said... Oh, okay, so I'll stay in the middle. I said, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. And then I said, and there's another rule. Um, oh, that's right. We walked into uh, one of the, we walked a little further towards the entrance, and one of the zombies came out and, you know, really freaked her out, and she screamed and jumped up and down and kind of ran across the room. And, of course, that got the zombies' attention, and they just kept going after her, relentlessly after her and after her. And so finally when it, when the actor went away, I said, that's another rule right there. If you scream, they're going to keep <laughs> coming back for more because that's, that's what they love to do is make you scream. And I had one last rule I wanted to give her, and I almost got a chance to tell her, but then it was just too late. And my last rule was don't ever tell him your name. But unfortunately, one of the actors went up to her dad and said, hey, what's her name? And dad gave her up pretty quick. So um, Lily was forever tortured throughout the rest of the evening with yep, she Lily was. up front. Lily, we're not going through until you're up front. <laughs> Lily. Oh, Lily. Where's Lily? <laughs> yes, it's true. So yeah, that made for a great time. And I had a lot of fun in that haunt. And I mean, you know, it, it was a good contrast to do that you know, you're paying one fee to do that, and then the hillbilly haunt, which is a very different kind of experience. Yeah, I got to say, after doing the two haunts, I did them in the order of uh, hillbilly first, and then the Pierce County Asylum. And I think that that was a really good way to do it, because Pierce County Asylum, it definitely had the feel of being a more finished, um, fine-tuned haunt. And I thought that it felt like the hillbilly one was a really great warm-up for that. It got me in the mood and got me, mm -hmm. you know, ready to be scared. And also the Pierce County, one of the other things I really liked about the Pierce County one was that you had the actors coming at you from 
totally unpredictable angles. I mean, they were coming out from places that I never expected, and I think that that was just really cool. A nice little twist. That was. And they had a Pepper's Ghost. That's right. Had you ever seen one of those before? Do you remember those? No, I hadn't. I've never interacted with one anyway. (laughs) Maybe, you know heard about it but she was really sweet and she answered all of our questions she did and i mean she was just hovering there yeah above the furniture the and walked through the wall it was amazing so another thing definitely worth seeing at yeah. that attraction yeah cool well you have any other any other thoughts on the 2011 harvest of haunts um no i guess you know speaking of warm-ups i think the only other thing i could think of is at stalker farms they have two trails uh, the Last Laugh and Field of Screams. And I would definitely recommend going through The Last Laugh first as a good warm-up. It's a little bit of a shorter trail with um, a, some fewer actors. You know, it's still a lot of fun, but it gets you in the mood um, and gets you ready to be scared uh, when you finally get to uh, Field of Screams. Yeah. And, you know, that the, the second one is so much longer and so much. Right. Yeah. It's just there's a lot more going on there. And so that's definitely, I agree, that's the way to do it. And you've got Fluffy. Yeah, and don't forget the street donuts. Right, oh, and the street donuts. <laughs> Man, those were good. All right, then. Well, I, I guess that's probably about it for this episode. Uh, thank yous. I would like to thank Dan at Stalker Farms Field of Screams. I'd like to thank Jody and Destry at Haunted Nightmare. I'd like to thank Eric and Chris at Dark Hollow Haunted Forest. I'd like to thank Kelsey and Dana at Nightmare at Beaver Lake. And, of course, I'd like to thank Clark at Hillbilly Haunt and Pierce County Asylum. I'd like to thank the pig man at Stalker Farms and Fluffy and the chainsaw guy at each one of these places for giving me a nice full fright. (laughs) All right. I'd also like to thank Joseph Vargo and Christine at Monolith for sharing Knox Arcana's music with us and sending over the Dark Tower. You can pick that up at KnoxArcana.com and you should pick it up. Right now. Our usual bullshit. You can reach the show at 425-296-6557 or via email at steve at bonehand.com. We have new content on bonehand.com every Sunday, including the heavy half hour on non-bonebat weeks. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm bonehand over there. Or we also have a bonebat feed for your show news, as well as a bonebat Facebook page where we always be giving shit away. So swing by there and give us a like because you do. And if you're interested, you can also find me at scamama.com and on Facebook under Scamama. And you should. You should. Our closing tune tonight is the title cut from The Dark Tower by Knox Arcana. I hope you enjoy it. Once again, I'm Steve. And I'm Julie. Have a good one. I do have a good one. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Abandon all hope, ye who enter here.
Seriously, I'm gonna draw on your face.